Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Episode 24. It's the Ricky Henderson episode. <laughs> I can't come up with a 24. Was it Kobe? Was Kobe oh, 24? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But I was saying Ricky Henderson. That was, the, that was the original 24. But yeah, Kobe was 8 and then 24. It's more appropriate since we're going to be talking some hoops tonight. Oh, yeah. Hoops. <laughs> <laughs> the NBA playoffs is over. We'll have a lot to talk about with that. But not too much because we usually waste too much time with our basketball segment. So we'll cut it. We'll cut it the best we can. Yeah, we'll cut. Our main story. We're going to talk about Bloodline. The series finale was, uh, I guess, season three was the last season, and it uh, debuted, binge watched, whatever. Um, this is going to be a spoiler. We'll just say it right now. I mean, yeah. we can't really talk about it without spoiling. So we'll stuff. start with the NBA, then we'll get into that. So you might want to turn off, and then you'll miss our awesome cooking. Well, hopefully, segment. hopefully, hopefully, you've seen the show, so you can enjoy the conversation. Um, but uh, what do you got going on? Yeah. I've got a bunch of a lot of things happen this week. Okay, let's do it. So I'm just going to name a bunch of things, and then we can go back and and talk about it. Uh, the ones you want to talk about, because I know you say that my notes are too long. Um. So my first thing was. Um, that's not part of the group of things is, uh, there was another horror movie incident in, uh, in the country. This 21 year old girl was running in Maine and, uh, she dropped her phone into, uh, a puddle and she stopped to pick it up. And there was like a raccoon that popped out of the, uh, the woods uh-huh. and it was like basically rabid and it like was stared her down and she like froze and it like ran up to her and stood in front of her, and she tried to shoot it off, shoot away, and it like chomped down on her finger, her oh. thumb, and it basically started to maul her. So she like took it and drowned it in the same puddle that she dropped her phone in, and killed it. And uh, she went back home, and her brother came back and like took the dead body to the vet, and uh, the vet said, "Yeah, it was rabid," and that. That woods has like 60, they've caught 60 animals that have been rabid in that woods. It's like going around. That sounds like a plot from Bloodline. <laughs> uh, okay. So that was pretty crazy. All right. So here's my list. I want to talk. Do you that wasn't to, on your list? That was my long one. I'm going to give okay. you a list of oh, things. Oh, good. All right. All right. So we got the Conor McGregor McGregor. Uh, Mayweather fight that was just announced this week. Yeah, you said we should talk a lot about that in depth. I don't know what. In, like, well, here's the thing. I was like, what's McGregor? Uh, I mean, what's uh, Mayweather? Plus or minus 750? Well, now he is. It's opened up at minus uh, basically 10 to 1. Like. And now it's down. Do which you, I don't have any. I don't know how how Conor McGregor is going to. Because boxing is. Punch. Here's the thing. is like I was talking today. I was like, you know, if I had a lot of money, I'd run down and I'd put it all on, on Mayweather. It's like no brainer. I just don't. Tr- would you ever bet all your money on a boxing match? Like, I would. Yeah, it's it's. I would put it's all such my a money shady on, business. Uh, Mayweather, there's no way Conor McGregor is going to win. Guy's forty and zero. He's probably not going to lose. So he wouldn't have came out of retirement and ruined his legacy. To win. no, I'm with you. I don't think. I mean, I don't. He's not even happens. a boxer. I don't see how it happens, but I'm just saying, like with. They made a clause that said if he kicks him, he's going to lose a lot of his purse. Okay. Um. Like, of all the people involved, I think everyone is so shady that I wouldn't trust anyone. I, except for Dana White. I think I'd trust Dana White. But I wouldn't trust McGregor. I wouldn't trust the money team. I wouldn't trust I love trust that Dana White was like, oh, yeah, he's going to come back and fight in December. 
And uh, basically, McGregor said he's done in the UFC. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Okay. After getting $100 million out of this fucking yeah. disaster. And, well, then, we'll, and then it's going to take away from... We'll see how it all plays out. Uh, before anyone starts saying anything, I'll tell you one thing. The, the lead up to the fight is going to be awesome. It's yeah, gonna be it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good press conference. Uh, it's going to ro- take away from the Canelo-Triple G fight that's like three weeks after that, but whatever. Um, so we got Cristiano Ronaldo. You heard heard this? He's not, he doesn't want to go back to Real Madrid? No, he's... Could go to prison. Oh, really? Um, he's, uh, if you guys don't know, a soccer player for Real Madrid. And, like, he was the highest paid athlete last year. I think he made uh, $93 million last year. Uh, and um, he has um, been charged with tax evasion uh, from 2011 to 2014, where he says he hasn't paid $16 million in charges. It's funny because Messi had the same problem and they're saying that uh he could go to prison um, good at balancing the ball not good at balancing the books go yeah, ahead there you go that was good thanks rick patino suspended for five games Saw and that. possibly going to lose a national title uh because he was non what it was non-complacent i guess to bringing strippers and stuff like that to the dorms and recruiting people yeah um Cosby today, missed trial. He's never going to get committed because it's been too long. That's just my thought on it. Yeah. He's in the court of public opinion. He's uh, done. Right, right. But I don't think he's ever gone to prison. No, I don't think so either. And it's, I don't know. You know, there's multiple cases that just got, it, it feels like it's, uh, what year was OJ? 1994? Like you saw the uh, guy that got killed in Minnesota, the cop got off. Yeah. And that whole thing, and now at the same time, the rich black guy gets off. And Cosby, it's like uh, it's like nineteen ninety four all over again with yeah. OJ and or whatever year it was. It and, is, and but King. this, yeah, it's just it's too far gone. Like there's really yeah, there's I, no I evidence. We, right, it's not the same. I mean, it's all he said, she said, the whole thing. I mean, it sucks because you know the evidence via. Um, uh, whatever testimonies is damning, but there's no evidence to back anything up because right. everyone came out too late. Um, Justin Bieber still refused to sing the Desperado song. Okay, he was hey. he was in uh, Sweden and he was like uh, he asked like the fans like what he what they want him to sing and they said that and he said I can't do it I don't know it. And they threw a bottle of water at him, and he, like, ducked it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I uh, I want to say, when we did the songs of the summer, I have my new my new pick is um, the DJ Khaled song with him. I think it's really catchy. I think that's going to yeah, be the one. that's the one. Okay. I'm the one? Yeah, I, I think that. I think that's going to be the one. Oh, you, you love that? No, I said You I, just I, said I, I love I, that. I do like that song. And uh, I played it on the uh, podcast. If you want to go back and listen. Or you can just... <laughs> Download it from iTunes. Um, the girl that was accused of texting her boyfriend of suicide was convicted or found guilty. So you're just hitting the courts right now. Yeah, I am. I okay. Am. There's a lot of shit that... Uh, Keep going then. Is. What do you think about that? The what happened? That what? Did, have you heard this whole thing where the girl basically was like a mess and she like texted her boyfriend to commit suicide? Yes. And then she was found guilty. And, uh, I don't know enough to, I really don't know enough to, to have like a solid comment on it. Okay. I, I don't think she should, should be found. Good I know that it's it a happened. horrible thing. Yeah, I agree. But with I mean, you. for you to text somebody, people text that shit all the time. I've probably sent you, I hope you die at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple of those today. <laughs> I mean, I don't think like you should go to, uh, I was, found go to twenty years in prison. I don't think my family would have pressed charges somebody? against you for it. Yes, <laughs> I understand. Um, another court thing: The Bachelor in Paradise. Well, I had, that was one of my notes. Well, yeah, the scandal. This is the thing about you know the all the evidence is on this tape. Like right. everyone got it on tape. That was the whole thing that the producers let this thing go on before. So if you guys don't know, Bachelor in Paradise, there were some court accusations of, or not court accusations, but accusations of sexual misconduct of a girl who was, like, wasted. 
and uh, they were hooking up at a pool and inappropriate stuff happened and the producers didn't stop the show. Um, they were filming the whole thing uh, and all these people were watching. But, um, and they sent everyone home and now there's like this whole thing and this guy's getting like, before I say anything, you know, if he did something, it's horrible. But I mean, this guy's getting blasted in the media and no one's even seen the footage yet. Right. It's like, well, she's saying that she's the victim, that she was too drunk for whatever happened to have happened. Right. But, uh, and he's saying it was all consensual, but it's like, we have to see this footage. Right. Uh, and she I mean, also, it's also, she we're made, not going to see it, but for, the courts need to see the footage in order to make this determination. She has a boyfriend at home, right? So this is yeah. also kind of part of the whole problem. Yeah. If if she, you know, she's trying to get out of it because she, yeah, anyway. I don't know. That's yeah, not, yeah, obvious, I'm not victim yeah, shaming. Yeah. I don't know obvious, what happened. I'm just saying that None of us know what happened. We're just saying if there's a video out there that has the entire thing, all people, and like the people that are involved in this, the girl and the guy, haven't even seen the video yet. Right. And do you think. Warner Brothers isn't releasing it. What do you think about the, the producers being responsible in that case? Well, I think, yeah, you're responsible to... That's what you're there for, yeah, you're for like the safety super, of the super, people. Right. Um, so They're trusting... You're right. They're trusting their lives in your in your hands. And yeah. Let that happen. Okay. Um, Phelps for Shark Weep. Is that a real thing? He's going to swim against a shark? He's going to race a shark. Oh, I thought that was a joke. No, it's happening. All right. So stupid. <laughs> where, we, where can we watch that? Oh, we'll be able to watch it. I don't think Shark Week's in for, for a few weeks. Oh, okay. Um, Shark Week. So, um, Flounder, I guess, Wait, died today. How are they going to get the shark to go? I'm guessing it's going to be like in a tank that's like a thing, and they're going to release it, and he's going to race it. Okay. I don't know. They haven't They haven't, <laughs> not, they haven't said anything I'm about curious. it. I'm curious. Yeah, uh, Yeah, Flounder passed away. You said that. Yeah, Flounder died today from Animal House. Um, complications to diabetes, I think it said in the... Uh, TMZ. Um, and then my last note is manspreading is banned in Madrid. Do you know what manspreading is? No. It's when you go onto public transportation and as a guy and like basically sit with your legs spread wide. Um, you know, like basically like giving yourself some breathing room down there. Okay. And uh, I guess it's happened a lot and basically the courts have banned it. And they're putting all these signs on it. You have to go look at the sign. Okay. The sign is a guy, like a stick figure with his legs spread. Um, and uh, basically, you're not allowed to do it because it invades. They're saying it invades personal space of others. Uh, so you have to basically sit with your legs closed. That'd be tough for you. You're an uh, open, open yeah. sitter, right? You don't. You don't cross your legs? No, I need to. That's going to be a tough one for me if I ever go to Madrid. <laughs> I'll have to make sure to look at those signs to remind myself. So what else you got? Uh, my only other note um, is going to lead it. Well, actually, you know what? I was reading. Uh, for some reason, like, Katy Perry is everywhere right now. Have you noticed this? Yeah, the whole live stream thing. I don't even know what that is. She, like, live streamed herself for four days. Oh. Okay, well that I guess explains. Um, and like she straight like I'm twenty four seven. I'm starting to get like I'm really, <laughs> like I really don't like that music. Like yeah. I really don't like her album. So now I'm like more drawing more attention to it out of my dislike for it, which is a terrible way to live your life. But I saw that the Migos are in hot water because they when they did that awful Saturday Night Live performance, they like refused to perform with um, the drag queens. The drag queens? Yeah, there's like a bunch of drag queens they had scheduled for that whole oh, performance. And they were like, this. yeah, we won't be in a part of that. Okay. And they're very famous for wearing like Italian designer clothing, which is done by like 90% gay men. So like there's this whole... And like they don't do it because they're in this like, uh, you know, they come from... Like the hood, where it's like you know masculine and all that kind of stuff. But those people have already thought that they're a sellout for performing with Katy Perry, so <laughs> quite a conundrum for the Migos. Whatever, that's a money grab. That that song is pretty pop, 
popular. Um, bank, banking some cash for that thing. My and my last note will lead us into our first conversation. Have you seen the Lonzo Ball commercial? No, I have not seen the Lonzo. Do you know anything about it? No. The Foot Locker Father's Day commercial. It's very funny. Well, I guess we can't talk about it if you haven't seen it. I'm kind of surprised. I guess I should have asked you before. What? Uh, why don't you explain to uh, the well, viewers? Well, they're inter- the they're interviewing all the uh, a couple of the top like Jason Tatum and a couple other of the top draft choices about Father's Day, and they're like, you know, my dad, like De'Aaron Fox is like, hey, you know, like, thanks to my dad for the time he let me win, you know, and then they're like, and then there was a time my dad took me fishing, and, like, and there's a, then there's a time your dad berated your coach and told you what university you were going to, and then went on national TV and got into a screaming match with Stephen A. Smith, and the, you know, and he goes through the, like everything, and it just starts showing it over and over, telling all these things that his dad's done. It's really good. And at the end, yeah, I think it's Jason Tatum, and he's like, and then my dad used to take me fishing. And, you know, it's like, happy Father's Day. It's really good. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's good. Um, so Speaking of that. So that draft is Thursday. Draft is coming up. Um, there's a lot of rumors floating around right now that the Celtics are working with the 76ers to trade the pick. Yep. And it uh, looks like Josh Jackson has been killing it in the uh, workouts, and a lot of people like him and may take him at one. But people are a little afraid of him because of his he's got a troubled past. He's got a checkered past. Don't most of them? <laughs> no, but he's got – he has some kind of, like, serious charges that, that happen. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, like a carjacking. He, like, was a, an accessory in a carjacking, like, re- like, in the last year or two. Um, but, yeah, he's supposed to be doing really well. What would you do if you are the Celtics? I would keep the pick and then sign some free agents. Well, you keep the pick. Who would you take, Fultz? Probably. So, have you ever seen Fultz play? I've seen now. I haven't seen him when he was on, but now leading up to the draft, I have seen a bunch of stuff. Okay, I haven't seen him play, so it's really like I I tend to not like a guy whose team won eight or nine games, but I don't. I also haven't seen him play, so I don't. Um, I heard on Simmons they described him as like a smaller Tracy McGrady. I wasn't a big McGrady fan either. Um, but I can't believe Tracy McGrady's in the Hall of Fame. Did you know he got in the Hall of Fame this year? Yeah, I did. I think it's a tragedy. Uh, anyway, so how do you see this? What do you think? Well, I know that the Suns wanted Josh Jackson. I knew that this would just have to go into the Well, we side. have to. They're, they're four. Yeah, so let's talk about two and three first. Uh, All right, go ahead. What do you, what do you got to say so about the Suns? I think what's going to happen is that the 76ers are going to trade and they're going to take Fultz so that it will be Fultz and Simmons. And then... So Simmons is going to, be, is going to play in the backcourt. Isn't he like 6'10"? Yeah. Well, we, we don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what position he's playing. Everyone keeps saying he's going to be in the backcourt with him. And I, I just... I don't understand. Okay. Um, and then Ball's going to go to the Lakers. And then, you, know, you think that's a bunch of smoke screens with them? Yeah, I think they're taking him. Okay. And then um, Celtics take Jackson. Celtics take Jackson, and Suns will take Isaac, the guy from Florida State. All right, because they need a they need a forward. Um, who but it you... would be cool to see uh, if somehow ball dropped to the Suns somehow. I don't know how that would happen, but uh, to see him and Booker play with each other, but so. I think that there's I, I I always think this. I love the off season. I think that something big is going to happen Thursday. I think that every year at the draft, I'm like teams are going to change because everyone has to see like that we're looking at three more years of the Cavs losing to the Warriors in the finals, right? Like there's yeah. Well, the the Celtics if they play this right, you know, if they make this trade, they're probably going to ask for the first round pick next year. But that doesn't make him better for the next couple. Like, I mean, it, it, it will they're still because, ways well, away. They still got a good player. I'm not I'm, in the top three, and they're still going to make some. They're going to assign a max player at least one. Um, they're going to be good. Okay. I don't. I uh, I disagree. <laughs> I mean, I think they'll be. You don't think they should trade this pick? No, no, no. I don't have a problem with them trading the pick. I don't. I don't. And I think that. Um, I heard that Isaiah Thomas was going to waive his extension and put and push it another year. Which well, I'm sure he wants to find out what they're going to do here because right. if they take a point guard, you know, he wants to be the man. Someone, so 
Um, but I, I don't know. I think that if you get stuck having to sign him to like a max contract, you're. I just don't think he's that guy. And I, and Boston, you get your head cut off. If you did that right now because he's like outside of Brady, the most popular athlete yeah, in Boston. Like, like guy score was like third in scoring. But he's such a defensive liability. You know, I mean, do you can yeah. you see that guy being your max guy taking you there? Like, I don't know. Um. But I, I and look, he's got this injury that they're saying is more a problem than people are saying. Okay, he's got a hip injury. I kind of don't, you know, medicine is is moved along so much that I kind of don't think about injuries as being as catastrophic as it used to be. I, I maybe I'm foolish for that, but well, he's just a little guy. Yeah, it's true, and uh, so he can't really take too much of this uh, beating. Um. So, do you see, like, how else do you see, like, what, what do you do now? So, right, we're looking at Warriors, Cavs. Again. What, what do you think, what do you think this, you know what, did you see what the odds were on that? Well, I saw that they were a minus 200, right? Minus 220 for those two to play each other again in the finals. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, well, first, what are your thoughts about the uh, finals? I mean, there's really not much to go on, but um, it was the most watched finals since 1998. Oh, um, like the ratings were huge. People want to see these teams. I mean, they did have the one and two best player, you know, right in the uh, NBA. So. One, two, three best yeah. player probably. Uh, and you can start making a case for Kyrie pulling in the top, getting close because that yeah. guy, that guy's the best rim finisher in a long time. I heard on Simmons too. They were like, you know, they were building that team. Like if you were gonna pick. Like, basically create a team to beat the Warriors right now with everyone minus LeBron. Um, like, who would you have on your team? And he said that uh, Harden or um, Westbrook. Westbrook would not be on that team. Yeah, I saw it. Um, but which, which he said he would take Kyrie over Westbrook. Would you take Kyrie over Westbrook? I don't know. Um, I love Westbrook. But on it, if I got two or three other scorers, then I might rather have Kyrie, because Westbrook needs the ball all all the time. You know, Kyrie doesn't. Kyrie's learned to share the ball. You know, that's that's a big problem going into this whole free agency. Is like you look at a guy like Chris Paul, like he's gonna tip he's gonna tip something somewhere, and it's hard for him to go to another team with another to go to a team with another superstar because he has to have the ball in his hands at all times and most of these he's superstars not going anywhere. it's all well, that's what i think so too I was he like well, he's like the head of like the players union and he created this whole thing to basically right benefit him he it's not called, benefit him but benefit the players that are in this situation he's the head of the players union he passed a rule called the Chris Paul rule, yeah. which allows you to make as much money as possible for staying with the yeah. same team. I 100% agree with you. He runs that team so essentially. So he can make like basically 200 something million dollars in the next contract. And I think that them, the Clippers signing Jerry West, uh, is, you know, I think that's got to be something that makes you want to. I mean, this is a guy that rebuilt yeah. Memphis, the Lakers over and over, the Warriors, and. How do you, how do you not want to be a part of that? I think it's really smart that they're doing that. I think Blake's gonna go. I do too. Where do you think he goes? Um, because he he's he, he's a free agent, right? I think he's an yeah. unrestricted free agent. Yeah. Um, I think he goes to um, Celtics. Okay. So you think the Celtics are going to get Blake and Hayward? There's there's a good possibility. This is what the rumors you, that are You going. can spend Boston's money better than anybody. These are rumors. These are the. the I've never rumors. heard the two of them going there. Oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> okay. Um, where where else do you see him going? No, I, I like that idea. I mean, somewhere there's going to be a shift between Blake and Carmelo. I think that they're involved in a trade somehow. Like I don't think that it's a straight up Carmelo for Blake, but I think somewhere those and then and then maybe you throw in Paul George in there because everyone's talking about Paul George going to the Cavs. Does Paul George going to the Cavs, getting rid of Kevin Love, does that upgrade the Cavs enough for you to no, beat? Paul George doesn't go into the Cavs, I, and I totally agree with you. It doesn't. It doesn't give you enough to beat no. the the Warriors. 
Um, but you put Lonzo Ball, and if he pans out in you a year... Did, but you got to remember, they're rookies. They're like, no, I know. <laughs> if he pans out in a year, you get Paul, George, and LeBron. That'll be a nice... None of these guys that are rookies are going to be... I, look, it'd be very it'd be very surprising if any of these guys that were rookies were somehow transformative players in their second year. Like, it just doesn't but happen. Towns, Towns did pretty well. That's a... Wait... Who is it before town? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like every four just, years. Just, yeah, there's some people. Um, it's happened before. But uh, Booker, stop! You, stop! You're not. You're saying no on Booker as a as like guy scored seventy points last year in one in game. game. Ugh. Like this team was getting him to the foul line on purpose. It was awful. Not too many people scored seventy points. That's all I have to say. You, you when was what was the last All Star game Devin Booker made? He hasn't made one. It's right. only been in the league two years. That's not exactly. It's not a transformative player yet. There's no way. Really, you think that he is? No. Just because he's on the Suns. He's not a transformative player yet, but he in the next couple of years he's gonna be one of the top players in the NBA. I agree. He's on his way. I agree. I'm I have no problem with that. But I'm just saying <laughs> in your second year it's really hard to be taking your team to a championship level. it doesn't you know. Um do you think LeBron stays put in Cleveland? No. No, I no, mean, this, this year. No, or? Yes, yes, this year. But then he, he's going to say one more year, and then he's gone. Yeah, I think so too. And then do you think that kills his legacy again? No, really. I don't think his his legacy's fine. Where does his legacy land for you? He's going to be the second best player in NBA history. Is there any chance he he can surpass Jordan? Well, I mean, maybe. Barring winning the next three championships. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like, he wins like the next three or four championships. Uh, but right now, you say that there's no way. Because I'm about to go hang out with some guys who are such big LeBron lovers. And I listen to Colin Coward every morning. I had to stop listening to him because I can't, I can't take, like, he's such a LeBron lover. You know, and they'll bring up how LeBron versus Jordan. Like, guys like, hey, just tell me one thing that, that Jordan does better than LeBron. Give me one thing. He's a better scorer. He's a better rebounder. He's a better passer. Better, to, you know, and, and he starts the better defender starts going down the line. It's like, well, he, he wins games. He, <laughs> he he plays well in the second half, you know. And I'm not saying that LeBron, I'm with you. I think LeBron goes down as the second best player ever. But I just, I think he's played. Has he played the most playoff games in NBA maybe. history? I don't know. I mean, he's he's in the finals pretty much every year. Yeah. Uh, I will say this about this is when, when the thing that I will, I want this on the record now. This is my theory. Your theory. So when LeBron was born, LeBron came out of the womb. LeBron, he became out a specimen for basketball. Yeah. Jordan got cut from his high school basketball team, so he learned the humility. He learned what it's like to fail and to never want to do it again, and that's why he became such a killer. LeBron's never had been a failure at, ba- you know, at basketball. He's always been the best. Doesn't mean anything to me. It means the difference between having a killer instinct versus not. You know, you have to fail to succeed sometimes. And I'm not saying that LeBron isn't succeeding. Obviously, the guy is amazing. But then when people say he lacks that killer instinct, that's why. Because he's never... He's always been better than everybody else. It's hard to gain that if you're already better than everybody else. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense to you? It makes sense coming out of your mouth. But to me, if you're good at the game, you're good at the game. It doesn't matter where you came from. But that's the difference between being the best and being, like, awesome and being the best. To be the best, you have to be ruthless, killer. Like, I am going I think play LeBron's everybody. got that. I don't. I definitely think he I does. mean, I think he's got a version of it, but not, not, the, ver- not the way that Jordan that can guy, That's what's, like... That him. guy can... Basically, score every time he has the ball. Yeah, because physically, he is one of the most insanely gifted NBA, like basketball bodies ever created. He plays in a league where where you can't. He's a two hundred and eighty pound linebacker who runs like a four four forty, and the NBA doesn't call like won't call fouls. Um, you're allowed to like you, you know you you don't you can't get beat up if you get touched. So he's a he's a freight train every time. Um, I don't know. That's just where I stand. But uh, 
Well, it looks like we're most likely going to get the same finals next year. So, uh, yeah. Are the Warriors the best team ever? Yes. Yeah, I think they are. Interesting. I think that this year's, I would put them up against any team. It's tough to argue against yeah. it, you know. Um, but it's interesting. It's I not. Mean, it's yeah. it's a lot of the pieces fitting because you know Draymond Green is not one of the best players ever. I mean, he wasn't very good until he got there, but he fits in with what they're doing so well. Um, I would like to. See, I'd like to see them play uh, that Spurs team that had Duncan and Robinson, and they had. They would have some interesting matchups okay. there. But a lot still, of people, a lot of people keep so, saying the Pistons were the team that could beat these Warriors, the old bad boy Pistons. They just run, basically tire everybody out. Yeah, they just run and run and run and run. Um, and just everyone gets tired by the end of the game. Have you heard the LeBron and Draymond Green jawing since? Yeah. Um, where uh, Draymond, what, he went to the parade with a quickie shirt, re- referencing them quick and loans and them only winning one quick one. Uh, <laughs> you know, because after LeBron had the party last year with the Halloween where they, they had the graves for all the... Yeah. yeah. So... Um, my going back to the them being the best team, I uh, we're like there's been a lot of talk. With, so that's what the reason I bring up LeBron and Draymond is everyone arguing about the super teams, and LeBron basically saying I was never a part of a super team, which he was. He's on one now. This is the most expensive team in NBA history. Yeah, but I mean, I think the Miami one was definition of a super team. Yeah, I agree. They brought. Two people in to pair up with. I mean, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. He's on, but he's also on one yeah, now. He's on so one for now. him to not have like, I got, I can't stand LeBron. For him to not have <laughs> the like to under like to see that, and and you know, I've been listening to. I love Bill Simmons, but I listened to him try to stick stick up for Durant for like. Yeah, he's been just all up in Durant. But, but dude, come on! Like what yeah. Durant did was a was a bitch move. It is. I mean it. Paid off for him. I'm sure he's happy with it. And but part of the reason nobody, it, it, like people, aren't celebrating it like they would LeBron winning his, or if he had done it in Oklahoma City, is because he just joined a team that won 73 games. Yeah, it's completely. It's, just, I mean, you know, and and he's a team so, that won 73 games added the second best player in the NBA. Right. And if you listen to him, if you listen so you know to him, that they're not gonna be. he's so self-aware. He acts like he doesn't care about what people say, but he's so self-aware about it. And uh, I think it will plague him for his his career. I mean, I, I don't. I think he'll be fine. I'm sure they're going to win like four more championships with that lineup. But um, my last thing. Do you have any more? I have one last thing. Uh, did you see that they're going to? They might be adding the three on three. They are adding it. The Olympics? Yeah, it's going to... I don't know about that. Who would be your three? This is like... Uh, what was that game? NBA Jam? Yeah. I think it's awesome. But is it going to be NBA players? I don't know. I don't think so. But it should be. And it would well, be really be awesome. fun. Like, who would your three be? So basically, they would have to bring three people from America to be on the three and three team. Right. So it would be LeBron, Durant, and Steph. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, it might be... Yeah. It's LeBron and two other people, for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, I think maybe it's like beach volleyball, where you have multiple teams from each uh, country qualifying. It's not just the USA team. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work. I'm really excited. Do they, they have bench guys? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to... We'll see. Do you think... What if, what if they did, like, what if we sent Harden, Westbrook, and... Um, and Durant. That would be awesome. Just to see That's what that old, just run back that old Thunder team. <laughs> that would be great. All right. So from that family. Um, As you can hear from the uh, opening song, we we're moving into uh, Bloodline. It just ended its run after three seasons. Are you going to miss the Rayburn family? No. I'm not going to miss the Rayburn family. Me neither. This last season put a... Stink on my. Uh, All right, I'm interested to hear about this. I, I, I'll tell you when I watch. I've got two pages of notes. Oh, you got two pages. Look at this. I mean, I just, right. there's so much crap. You're, you're gonna have to lead this, and I got. So what did you? I got no pages. 
I just finished watching it so we could do this podcast. So, uh, your first, leading up to this last season, what are your thoughts on Bloodline? It stresses me out. It is the most stressful show. It is a stressful show. You know, because those people aren't that different from, like, people like you or I or the people, a lot of the people we know. And so you can see yourself, if you were to ever find yourself in some of the positions that they find themselves in, if you would handle it as poorly as they do. Yeah. Um, Just make, there's a lot of bad decisions going on. Like, it stresses me out. I think, like, why did they do this? Why wouldn't they do that? Like, why didn't they think about, you know, because you're seeing it all happen right before you as they befuddle, what you know, to cover up their crimes. Yeah. But, um... It's probably more, probably why it's so stressful is it's probably more like what would happen if regular people tried to commit crimes, you know, or like yeah. got found themselves in that situation. Um, so I always enjoyed it. I love the first season. Yeah, the first two seasons are really good. And the second season I liked, but as soon as they ended the last season, second season with the, like, with another Kevin's- murder, I was like, I don't know, man. Are we going to do this every year? I mean, Kevin was. The guy who plays Kevin was so fantastic last season. Um, even though he did kill Marco at the end of the season, um, which may or not may or not may or may not be the downfall of what the show was in the third season, he was just so on top of his game acting wise. I I'll never be able to separate that guy from that character. It's going to take a lot. Yeah. Well, he hasn't been in much. I, I looked him up. He's a Broadway actor. Oh, really? I don't think he's been in like much. He drives me so insane. He makes so many bad decisions. He we're makes. Gonna, we're going to get to some bad. He decisions. makes the worst decisions in TV history. Like, and, and he feels very entitled all along the way. He is the character that just drives me the most nuts. Like, I I want to choke him when I like. Yeah. You know. We, yeah, we're going to get to some okay. third, th- third season bad decisions. So you loved the first two seasons. First two seasons were great. Okay. This season was such a disaster. All right. I felt like overall, like they had a plan that they wanted to, they had a plan for this show to go multiple seasons and then they found out it was going to be canceled and the the writers just like gave up and like tried to cram everything in the last. Oh, is that what happened? I don't know. That's what my guess is. Okay. Because it seems so lazy. Everything was lazy. There's yeah. all this shit that we're going to go over that was just, that you're going to be like, yeah, yeah. Well, lay it out. Lay it out, boss. Well, they just, there was a lot of um, bad decisions in terms of uh, some things on the show. Like, I don't like that they used John's, or the Danny's son, the actor. To play him as a young Danny, but they always, but they've always done that. I don't like that. Hmm. It was, I thought it was distracting. Well, he was originally hired to be young Danny, and then they're like, "This is going to be good as his son too." There's so many storylines that we're going to talk about that just go nowhere. All right, let's get through. So the daughter, mm-hmm. she was like texting, and she met the guy. Remember, she, they, you're like, "Oh, she's meeting this boyfriend or something out," and then you find out that she was meeting Danny's son. Like, she went hitchhiking. She had, like, her phone. And it wasn't even... The worst part about that is it, like, showed the phone text messages. You have to be a little more clear with whose daughter. John's daughter. Right. The only daughter in the show. No, that's not true. Who's the daughter? Meg. Oh, okay. She's a kind of a main character. So, so John's daughter, there's a scene where she's texting someone. And the text doesn't only has a phone number. Right. For some reason, she didn't want to, like, plug in the guy's name. So, she would know who it was when the guy texts. Well... Um, I know it was for the phone. it was for the audience to not know who she was texting, but it's still re- unrealistic. Um, so I have people on my phone that I text with, like that, that you that are only phone numbers and yeah, not like names. I can show you right now. That's ridiculous. Put well, a name. Well, I mean, it's just that they're recent acquaintances, like this. There's one. Yeah. Well, why don't you take a second and There's type the one. person's name in? Um, that's retarded. Um. So she shows up and she's hanging out with Danny's son and then that nothing comes of that. Like she sneaks out. She doesn't tell her dad where she's at. Nothing comes of that. So this bothers you? That bothered me. Okay. Can we get, let's get to more... Can we get to, to bigger problems? Okay. So... <laughs> because that's such a... That's such a... All right. So... A minuscule detail. Okay. <laughs> what about Ozzy? What was the point of Ozzy? Who's Ozzy? 
uh, John Leguiziano. Oh. There was like no point. He's really good though. Yeah, but what was the point of his character in this I season? I don't know. Season. Like you he's thought like, he was going to come in with the Cubans at some point, right? Well, he kept like... Well, I thought he was going to kill somebody. He, well, he kept did. like... Kill well, himself. Well, he kept on like coming to Sissy Spacex's house. And, yeah, like, that was weird. Out. And he would go to the church and try to talk to... There was this whole weird thing where... The priest. Where he said, oh, where's father something? Yeah. And the guy's like, there's never been a father something here. And like, he's just like, I don't no clue what that story yeah, was. Yeah, me neither. I'm with Made him. no sense. He was... Um, and then Sissy Spacek was going to the church also. And supposedly that never happened. Um, and then Ozzy, like, has a gun, gets put in the back seat, and none of the guys have a gun or out. He could have just killed the guys. Right. But he, like, put killed the gun on himself. Yeah, I don't and know. there's, like, no reason for it. Not And not, at, like, his character at all. That guy was, like, a fighter the, the yeah. whole entire time. Didn't make any sense. He just no. gave up because he knew that John Rayburn, he would never get him because they you're right. were going to cover like, stuff up. You're, that seems like a plot line where they just gave up. They didn't know what to do with him. Yep. I feel like they had... Some other stuff they wanted to do with them in the future, and then they canceled the show. All right. Um, so what about uh, Roy? Oh. Where uh, they just said that they, he died. Yeah, they just put him in the hospital for a couple episodes, and then he's dead. So basically, John, every time someone brings up Roy, he gets pissed off. He's like, I keep telling you. <laughs> Not to deal with this. He's talking to, like, Sissy Spacek. He's talking to Kevin. Yeah. And uh, then Kevin's like, oh, he's dead. And, like, John doesn't even say anything. He's just like, eh. Yeah. It seems like, the, right, again, another plot line that was going somewhere. Like, And they didn't even show him die. Well, he was just in a hospital room. And then you thought that he was just, like, making it up. And he was going to, like, because when Kevin comes to the hospital and sees that there's no body... Right. You think he's going to, like, pop Everything up somewhere. Gone. Yeah. Well, the other thing, they, they hinted at a, at a storyline where Roy, where these Cubans thought that Roy and Kevin were partners. Yeah. And he was now responsible for all of Roy's business. Yeah, the FBI. Because the guy was, like, part of the FBI. And he was like, he's like, dude, I'm not even, we're just business partners in the thing. And yeah. it never came, nothing nope. came. Again, okay. <laughs> and then another Roy thing was that they just randomly threw in a whole new backstory with Roy That's killing right. yeah like there was like a murder and uh, basically Sissy Spacek and her husband covered it up helped Roy get out of it and Roy was like alright you help me out so here's $40 so you can buy the uh, <laughs> you can buy the inn $40,000 so you can buy the uh, inn and start a life and another thing is like she tried to sell the inn and then all of a sudden like Someone was like, oh, yeah, our guy said that it's going to be underwater in 10 years. Right. Probably could spend three or four years figuring out how to not let your property sure. be underwater. And, it, and us as an audience, let us in on a little bit of that as a, as a plot line. Don't just all of a sudden have her one day crying and saying, well. I'm sure you can find someone else that won't have, that can, you could basically hire a local, because everyone else, like, loves that family. Yeah. Right. They've been around forever. Hire the inspector and go, hey, take these guys around and tell them we're all going to be There's one thing the Rayburns know how to do. It's it's cut corners to get done what they want done. I'm with you. Yeah, that was a whole weird thing. This is good. I'm really glad you're doing this because I, I think you're really spot on with a lot of your problems. There was another weird scene, too, that never with uh, Roy. We're doing Roy. Okay. Uh, where Sissy Spacek... Sissy Spacek... I don't even know her character's name. What was her character name? Uh, Mrs. Rayburn. I don't know. Um, um, is it Sally? Sally. They're at the... Um, she's at Roy's house, and they're drinking, and he's, like, looking over the balcony. He's like, are you sure you want to do this? You can't come back for in this. Like, figuring that she's doing something shady. And I'm guessing that she was telling him that she's going to sell the inn. Right. But she doesn't need to tell him he doesn't own the inn. There's no need for her to be there to tell. To, I don't know. It was that was weird. Um, there was, she did have the best scene in the uh, whole show, though. What the courtroom? The courtroom where she tricked everybody and even tricked John, and that was that whole reveal. Like her yeah. dad was like, she didn't have a dad, and he's like, she's like, that whole thing was a lie. 
Right. Um, it's tough to keep up with what's a lie because when things don't work out the way they do, they want to on this season, they just make it all not there. Like your priest in like the ninth episode where it's all a dream and, you know. Yeah. All right. Keep going. And then Meg. We, we can start with Meg. Because why even bother getting into Meg? Obviously, she was not planning to do a season three. She moves out to Los Angeles and has a fake name. And Amy. <laughs> she's Amy. Fake name. She's a bartender. And somehow she's getting paid with a fake social security number and ID. I don't know how that works. Um, but uh, so John goes and finds her. How does he find her? Uh, I thought he through her the mom, room. I thought. No, but she never... Uh, Told her she exactly. didn't know. I don't, yeah. Right. Somehow he finds her. He goes out there. I did like the scene where he, he basically said, yeah, you don't come back. Live your life. Um, that was good. But, but obviously that was also something where they're like, we're, we're never, she's, she's done with the show. We she's gotta, just getting full back tattoos. She's, she's good. Um, um, all right. So Kevin, let's talk about Kevin. Okay. What did you think of the Godfather ripoff scene where he was having the baptism and then it kept cutting back and you thought that John was going to come inside, but then all of a sudden he's like saving Eric from getting murdered? That's right. I actually kind of like that, that he saved Eric from getting murdered. I like that, but I don't like that they ripped off the Godfather. final scene. I'm not quite sure how to help you with that. Exactly. Yeah. Alexa doesn't understand it either. Um... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I didn't like that. And then I don't understand. Okay. So the whole thing in the last episode with him getting busted, this okay. thing drove me nuts. Um, where it's, they came up with this elaborate plan that John would bring all the cops to the house. Right. And then he would basically, they would go into the house. There'd be no one there. And then he would call him, and then Kevin would be like, oh, sorry, I couldn't do it. And, you know, he gave him time to get out of there, basically. Right. Um, but then at the end, they were like, oh, yeah, we know where, he, where they're at because the wife left her cell phone on. I was just like, all right, so you come up with this elaborate plan. John's a pretty good detective. Yeah. Don't you think the first thing he would have said was get rid of your phones and get burners? But I thought that... Here's something that confused me. And why wouldn't Kevin be the one to screw himself after this whole season? The whole series of him being a mess. He, it should have been him okay. that basically screwed him over for getting busted. But I thought you could be expedited if you were in Cuba. I don't think they were in Cuba. Oh. They were at like some way station before they went to Cuba. Oh, okay. All right. I think they said something like that. Yeah, yeah, they did. You're right. They did. Um, yeah. It was... Uh, I don't know. I... I yeah, you're right. There's John, no, it's inexcusable. John tries to confess, and the guy from uh, Dexter doesn't believe him. Um, well, he believes him. I think he just doesn't want him to do it. Well, he knows that he's like leaving, and he's like, "Dude, come on!" Like he's yeah. probably he's like, "Look, all of these people." He doesn't say this, but I imagine he's like, "All these people that like that this all happened with were shitty people, except for Marco." Yeah. But, like, you've been protecting all these shitty people. Like... The guy from uh, Dexter, like, somehow has a... Has a friend in John's buddy from... Like, this whole storyline with his John's buddy. Who tried to hit on his wife. Yeah, who hooked up with his wife and he knew about it. And then, um... Like, why introduce that in episode Well, I think it was eight. more like they wanted to make him paranoid that he thought he was being investigated because he was, like, seeing them outside the police station like shaking oh, right, hands right, but it was right. really like that he was going private right but why it made no sense yeah, uh, we don't need to bring all this stuff no you're right they threw a lot of stuff into the season you're right okay keep going and then the wife of uh sorry i forgot back to kevin's wife when she was like you need to tell me everything right and he told her everything and she's like all right let's go <laughs> yeah yeah two people have died well, We've like, all tried to cover it it's up. It's like in Heat, Amy Brenneman decides to go along with Robert De Niro. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then I guess we get to John. Yeah. 
What, did you, what did you think of the whole? Uh, you, you fast forward right now, but that whole ninth episode with, the, with, with all the flashbacks was just awful. What is the point of it? Is that just to fill an episode? I don't know what that was. I really don't. It started. I don't even know what was real or what was not. They had. They were like, we need to bring back um, Danny. Or the guy, what's the guy's name? Who played Mendelssohn. Uh, ben Mendelssohn. We need to bring him back for the final season. So, so, so let's figure out a way to do it. Okay. All right, we're going to do some alternate reality sliding door type things. And, yeah. Uh, you don't do that in the last episode. Sorry. One of the last episodes. I, I'm with you. I never like when, when people, when it's, yeah. I don't like, I don't like when shows go that way at all. I just think it's so uncreative. It's such a, you know, a, a poor reason. It's like the drug scene, you know, in a movie when everybody like ODs or, or is on drugs and you see their life through them so we can somehow establish something, make make crazy boundaryless television. If that's what you want to make, go write Twin Peaks, you know, yeah. go be on The Leftovers. Don't add an episode into a, an episodic thing where we're watching this family, un, you know, unravel. I'm, I don't know. I'm with you. And I don't like that John really didn't get an ending. I mean, I know the whole season he was like, where's... He wanted to talk to Danny's kid and confess to see, tell him everything. And then you get the final scene where he finally finds him. And he walks over there and that cuts the black. Like, all right, guys. Knew it was going to... He knew that was yeah. going to happen. Especially when you see that there's 30 seconds left in the... <laughs> yeah, that, that, right. <laughs> when you're watching it. You're like, oh, we're not getting a scene here. Um... But yeah, that's all the uh, things I have. Um, yeah, so... There was a lot of weird things. Storytelling was lazy. Um, they shot it really dark. Like, the first few episodes, you couldn't even see anything. It's true. Because I watched it on my computer, and it was hard. Yeah, you can't even see anything. Um, I just think that they gave up, and uh, I know they'll never say this, obviously, but... I think they had a lot of plans, and they got pissed off that they had to cancel and uh, just threw some stuff in when uh, they didn't really care because they were like, you know, it's three seasons. I don't know. Yeah. They just, they didn't take, you know, they didn't take a point of view at at any point in the show. You know, like, are these guys, you know, we've... We followed, like, this family. We wanted them to get away with it at times. We wanted them to get caught at times, whatever. Um, and it just lets it all just lay out there. It doesn't It doesn't um, button it up in any way, whether, like, this was a bad thing. This was, like, you know. Yeah. And and completely leaves us, like, what happens when they bring Kevin back? You mean to tell me that guy's not going to, like, testify that everything went wrong? Yeah, and also Eric, like, he just uh, confesses to uh thing that he doesn't that he didn't do right the murder that he didn't do it's like he's like ah this Rayburn family they thought of everything <laughs> except for leaving their cell phone on when they go out <laughs> yeah it's a shame I mean look uh, John Rayburn who's played by Kyle Chandler was really really good he's yeah. really good at being Kyle Chandler in these situations yeah he's great great actor um, he's in the new Godzilla Okay. That's his next venture after... I feel like we talk about a lot of people that you always know are in a next Godzilla movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping tra- tags on this thing. Uh, I guess that... I mean, that covers it. There's, it's hard when you're both like, the show wasn't that good. I'm trying to think Very of some redeeming things. Uh, That's what I'm doing right now. Ending to a show. Yeah. It's a shame because it was a really good show. But uh, well, there is some other shows that are starting up that are, okay. are a little... Uh, a little less depressing. You're gonna have to run with this one too. Uh, well, I I don't really have like a huge thing for this, but I was just saying, Master Chef started. I think it's a really good, fun you summer have your show. Pick yet? Um, no, I don't have my. Pick okay, yet. I don't either. I didn't see the last episode. I just saw the the two apron giving episodes. So the last episode. We're about to, yeah, we're about to talk about cooking shows. I this is the only cooking show I watch, and I only picked it up because of. Like sitting out in the living room and we lived together and you and crying, crying, 
watching Master Chef and tearing up. Oh yeah, like when the blind lady one, I teared up for sure. And there, uh, there's a lot of emotional moments in these shows, which is another reason why you just look at yourself and you're like, "What the hell are we watching here?" So when you brought this topic up, you said, "I want to know. Let's talk about why cooking shows are so popular." Yeah, why are they so popular? And I was like, "Are they?" Yeah. Okay. There's like a million networks that are doing. There's a food network, right? It's food. There's cooking network. There's, I didn't know there was two of those. Yeah, there's two. And then there's all these Gordon Ramsay shows. Um, there's like Cake Boss, all this other crap. That's I mean, there's just so many shows. Now you love this kind of television. I like a couple shows. I like this Master Chef. Mm-hmm. I used to watch. Hell's do you like Kids Master Chef? No, I do not watch. I don't Kids watch Master Kids Master Chef either. I want to see kids do stuff better than me. I don't even like care about that. I just. I want Gordon Ramsay to yell at somebody. Oh, right. When I watch something, and they're not going to yell at these little kids. Okay, what else? You should just give up! <laughs> I'm eight! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is amazing that these kids know how to fucking cook as well as they do. But uh, I used to watch Hell's Kitchen, but I put that to the uh, side because it's seemed like the same episode every single time. Well, doesn't that with all of these shows? No. The thing with MasterChef... And they did it for the first time this week, which you didn't watch. But they basically did, like, the mystery box thing. Uh-huh. And the three people that had the worst, they brought back, and they said, this is the art elimination. And they said, we're giving you the same ingredients that you just had to work with, and you're going to try to rebound. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it was a good, That's nice good. little twist. And some of them made the same thing. You know, and then like some guy made a pancake. I'm sorry, you're not. Ma- I, I can make a pancake. Um, but so I like that show, and I like Chopped. Chopped what's, is a nice little hour. What's Chopped? It's the one where like they get a mystery box basically, and they have to like. Is it Gordon Ramsay also? No. Oh, it's like a. I don't even know who the okay. people are. Okay, it's fine. Um, I was working. Just a side note: when I was working on a show. At this post-production house, that's where Gordon Ramsay's office was, and they had like left. And I went, our we put one of our people there because they were renting out their office space, and I went into the room and they had this this poster for a Gordon Ramsay show called Gordon Ramsay Behind Bars, and it was like the funniest. I was like, what the hell is this? It was basically a picture of Gordon Ramsay standing in a jail cell. <laughs> And uh, I guess I looked it up and it was like a Canadian show that was like four episodes where he taught like inmates how to cook. Okay. And they like, it was like a program that they can, you know, like a work release thing. Like they would basically, he would teach them how to cook something and they would sell it at like local stores. And then they would get the, I don't know if it would go to their commissary or whatever, but they would get money from what they earned. It was like the weirdest show. I don't know. It's like four. I was like, Gordon Ramsay has like a million shows. Yeah, he He's does. got F word that comes on right after Master Chef. I don't even know what that is. And he's got all these other Master Chef type shows. Guys, are worth a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know you said, "Hey, you don't cook." That's well. That's what's going to be my question. Why do you enjoy cooking shows so much if you don't cook? I do cook. When I'm not working, let's talk about this. Yeah. I, I have a if we if our if the roommate was here, uh, we could have I could bring him on to say that I he he can say that I. Did. I lived with you for a long time. You weren't you weren't you weren't really a cooker. Look, I'm not either, but I'm not claiming to be. You're claiming to be a cook. When what I'm you not like? working, okay, I buy some chicken, all right, and some pork, <laughs> and I do a little stuff with that. What, what kind of stuff do you do? Uh, a lot of garlic and uh, butter options with a little lemon. Do you, have you have you purchased have you purchased a knife set in the last ten years? No. You know that's like the most important tool it to is. your cooking. I really could use a knife set. And I'm not saying that because I know because I do it. I just know that I could use a knife set. I would like to sharpen a knife. <laughs> you see me sitting in the kitchen sharpening a knife, just so. Hey Scott, what's up? I'm going to so, make some chicken. So let's do that. So if you make your chicken with your butter and your garlic, okay. I mean, the pork, I use a little uh, Korean 
Marinade. All right. Good stuff. What do you like to have with that? I get uh, some squash and zucchini. Cook it with some butter and garlic. Um, that's what the... Uh, I don't know. I've got some things. <laughs> I don't branch out that much. I would like to get that Blue Apron thing where they like just ship you a bunch I of I did boxes. Blue Apron for a little bit. And it was you make some stuff. I I did. I and I made stuff I couldn't believe I was making. And then I got really into cooking for like a month or two after. And now I'm just back to getting Trader Joe's frozen bags of stuff and heating <laughs> it up. Um Yeah. But I, mean, I enjoy it. I do enjoy cooking. Like if you have someone else to cook for, the problem is like The thing is like when you're working on productions, you drive you like get up at six thirty. Like, I drive to work. I get home at, like, 9 o'clock. Like, when do I have time to cook? If I put anything in the refrigerator, it's going to go bad. Yeah. That's the problem with using fresh fresh stuff is it all goes bad. So all I have is in my refrigerator right now is chips. No, not chips. Drinks <laughs> and some cheese. <laughs> what kind of cheese do you have? I don't know. Like, string cheese. <laughs> That's all I got in there. And some fruit. I got some fruit. I got some grapes. I go grapes. I go mango. That's about it. That's all I got in there. Do you do you ever cook yourself steak? I do. You know, that's a big... How do you like to cook your steak? I cook it for about a minute on each side, and I throw it in the oven. Oh, in a pan. So yeah. you pan, you pan sear it? Throw it in the oven for like five minutes. Okay. I like mine rare, though. That's fine. So... Listen, I'm you just... You can cook it for longer. I'm just seeing... I'm just trying to see what I work with, because, again... I lived it a long time. I don't remember any of these things happening, and I'm not. I'm not saying it's bullshit. I don't shine shoes anymore. I, <laughs> I just. I want to see if all the cooking shows you've watched have rubbed off on you, and you're starting to do this stuff. Um, one of the things also I wanted to bring up was was it your the uh, trip jalapeno um, lasagna? No, but I do make a really good spicy shrimp thing <laughs> with some habaneros. Habaneros and some rice. That's really good. Um, but there was a trailer that came out this this uh, this week called Trip to Spain. Have you seen any of the trips movies? No. They're really good. Okay. Is that oh is that um, Steve Coogan? Yeah. And no. Rob Brydon. There's three of them. The first one is they're they're kind of mockumentaries. They play themselves, and they uh, basically are called by. Um, a local magazine and they're like, Hey, we want you to do a article where you travel around and you try different foods and you rate the restaurants and all this stuff. So they basically like just the whole show is them just going to different restaurants and you know, it's a, basically like, um, curb your enthusiasm. It's a lot of comedy. Okay. And the second one's in Italy and this one's in Spain. It's good. You should check it out. The, the trailer. No, the movies. The oh, trip. You saw the third one? No, I haven't seen the third one. It doesn't come out until August. But this has nothing to do with food. Yeah, there it is. It's like, it's, the show's basically revolves around food. So now we're going to go from TV... No, I'm just saying. That's, uh, it's just throwing it out there. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, is there anything you want to say about TV food? Uh, no, no. Like I said, I only really watched MasterChef. This was more of a... I just wanted to interview you about... Your updated cooking skills. Have you bought like new pans or pots? I have. I do buy a new pan every now and then because I can't figure out how to clean pans. <laughs> I just got a good new pan. It's good. I it get these non-stick pans, and then shit starts sticking to it. Yeah. And then I, it's like I can't get it off. So I have to buy another non-stick pan. Yeah, I get so, it. So every now and then I go to Target and they get my own, and I throw the other one out. <laughs> if someone knows how to keep it from sticking, let me know. Yeah. Email our email that no one fucking <laughs> <The> emails. <laughs> I was looking at our uh, Facebook thing and it said like four people like viewed our page. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like up from the week before. I got it too. <laughs> I don't know. We got to figure out how to get this viewership up. Maybe we should take a week off. Gain some... Uh, like uh, build up. <laughs> um, well, cool. Well, thanks everyone for li- well, thanks 
to those of you that listened. <laughs> the four people that <laughs> liked us last week. And um, we'll we'll keep you posted about next week as soon as we make a decision. Uh, we're both out of town. Might take a might take a week off. We might not. I'd like to I'd like to forge through it. But maybe you're right. Maybe we maybe we need to pull a Kramer. All right, who do you think is going to win this fight tonight? Oh, I think uh, Ward. It's you? a done deal. I don't know. Klitschko's 40, 41 and it looked like he gave him his best fight last time. That's Kovalev. He's or 41? Kovalev. No, no, no. Sorry. He's, he's not 41. I was thinking, I, that's the thing. I was thinking it was a Klitschko fight. That's yeah. why I was like, those guys are fighting again already? Forget it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he's definitely not 41. No, no, no. I was thinking Klitschko. What was the, the Klitschko fight? The, uh, that just, just happened? Yeah. That's why I was like, they're fighting again already? Kovalev Ward 2. Tonight. Oh, yeah. Start time is coming up here in a little bit. Let me just see. Uh, I still take Ward. He's 30. F- okay, so Ward's 33. Kovalev's 34. What technology gave us the... And uh, Commons. What's coming? Just kidding. That was whose voice yeah. that was. Um, I think... Uh, well, Andre Ward won a controversial decision last right. time. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what what happens in this rematch. I really think uh, Kovalev has a good shot. I think he's going to come out angry. I think I'm going to take uh, Kovalev in this one. Well, maybe we'll have to make it better. Yeah, we got to look this up. Okay. All well, right. Well, thanks uh, for listening, everyone. We probably could have done that. So where are you here. going this week? You're going to uh, Hawaii, right? Luau, luau. <laughs> I think it's. <laughs> I don't think that's how the song goes. <laughs> Um, I just plan on making Sarah Marshall references the entire time I'm there. That's going to be, uh, yeah, that would be great. Um, well, that will be fun. I'm going to be sitting, in, actually, I go to uh, Santa Barbara huh? for the, uh, my co- my aunt is coming in town. And uh, we're going to go up to Santa Barbara. They rented a house. And we're going to hang out with the uh, family for That's the weekend. Cool. And then uh, Father's Day tomorrow. Happy Father's Day Happy to Father's uh, Day. Dad. Yeah. They're, uh, they've moved out of their house in Israel. Oh, just to his dad, everyone. And my brother. I was going to say brother. I, I just, I thought I'm it was just a, giving it up. An I idea. thought it was a general to everybody. Okay, general to everybody. <laughs> Happy father. So the three, I don't even know if the four people that listen are father. <laughs> um, so, yeah, happy Father's Day. My parents, my dad's moving back to uh, the States after living there for... I don't even know how long, seven, eight years, maybe, something like that. Ten years. Um, they're going to be pissed that I don't know, but because uh, <laughs> I've only been there once since they've been there. They probably thought this podcast was over like I did about five minutes ago, so you might be in luck. <laughs> well, uh, happy Father's Day, and we'll see you next week, maybe. Later.